Filipino Fridays podcast. We are on episode four. I am your host, OJ, joined with my co-hosts. Archie, hey! It's Archie. And we have a special episode for you guys. We have our first guest on our podcast. Let's get it! Uh, My name is Sel. And Uh, my name is MJ. And since they're our first guest, we're pretty much going to dive into uh, the dating scene. Today, Archie and I are going to take a step back. We're going to let you guys enjoy this awesome experience with our guests. But first, we're going to ask you guys, you know, OJ, obviously you kicked it off before, you know, where are you from? What makes you Filipino? And, you know, what do you feel in your heart as a Pinoy? First, I love food, as you can see from my body, (laughs) my skin color, your body. Hell yeah. Uh, but mostly, I, I pride myself on my Filipino-ness and family mm-hmm. culture, right? We have a very strong family bond, and, and I see that a lot with other Filipino uh, people. So that's one thing that I take pride in. Mm-hmm. And despite being born here, do you feel like you're Filipino enough? That's a question. I think I'll say, if someone asks me that, I'll, I'll say I'm Filipino until, until I die. But to some people, they won't say it. They'll think that I'm not Filipino enough. My girlfriend says that. Yeah. Pisses me off. But all that matters is that you know in your heart you are. Exactly. So uh, we want to ask our first guest, Sel. Yes, Sel. How old are you? Give us a little background of who you are. Where were you born? All right. Cool. Uh, I'm Sel. I just turned 30 like a month ago. Yay. Thank you. Uh, I was born in the Gupan, Philippines, and I moved to Burnaby uh, around August of 2000. How old were you then? Uh, I was nine, turning ten. So, do you, can you still speak the mother tongue? I can still speak Tagalog, yeah. but clean, clean. I, I I think I speak it fluently. But when I went on vacation last year, my cousins were making fun of me saying I have Canadian accent. So, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did that hurt you? Uh, it kind of it kind of struck me because I, I I always thought I was pretty I'm pretty good at speaking the uh, Tagalog, but yeah, they're just like Kuyosel, you you speak with a with an accent. accent. Like, what yeah. kind of accent? It's like the Canadian one. They're like, what? There's Canadian a, one or just like... There's a Canadian accent? What the hell is a Canadian accent? I guess yeah. it's like a Western... I guess. A boat? Like that? I don't know. But, and when I when I tried bargaining, when we were hop, doing the island hop, they were like... After the first time, they were like, Kuyasal, no more bargaining because they, they instantly they know you're not from here. Mm-hmm. They know you're a tourist, so, so we'll do all the talking. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, for you personally, do you think you're Filipino enough? I... I probably don't think I'm Filipino enough. Oh, in what sense? Um, I don't know. I feel like I didn't really grow up with a lot of Filipino friends. And I take a lot of like hip-hop culture with me, which is not very based in the Filipino society. It's not OPM enough? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I, I like, yeah, I don't know. 
I, I, on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most Filipino, I'd say like probably a four. That's interesting because yeah. for me, I know you speak fluently Tagalog mm-hmm. as a friend of mine, and I totally identify you as Filipino mm-hmm. enough just by knowing that fact, which is really interesting. But we'll switch it over here to MJ. So MJ, tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Where were you born? You know, where's your family from in the films? Yeah, uh, so I'm MJ. Uh, I'm 28 years old as of three months ago. Uh, I was born here in uh, Vancouver. I lived in BC all my life. Um, I've been back to Philippines a few times now, uh, but do I consider myself Filipino? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I had a similar experience to you, even though like I grew up here, I also didn't have very many Filipino friends. Growing up in, in the lower mainland, uh, most of my friends were either Chinese, Indian, or white. I didn't have that many Filipino friends. And it's funny, in elementary school for two years, I was actually speaking Tagalog to white kids and they put me in ESL until I was seven years old. So I actually thought everybody just spoke it. But then after I like assimilated more into like Western culture, I didn't think I was very Filipino. And I, I always kind of, you know, jokingly called myself like a banana, you know. Um, I look Asian, but I'm, I'm really white on the inside. Um, it's actually only been recently, like I would say in the last three or four years, that I've actually identified more with uh, where my parents come from. Like my dad is from uh, Cavite, and my mom is from Negros Oriental. So I don't speak Tagalog fluently, and I don't speak Visaya or Cebuano at all. I speak it like the way I would speak French, which is like just bonjour. That's it. So, uh, but I do consider myself Filipino. I, I love a lot of aspects about Filipino culture. I love the identity. Um, and I think it's something that really resonates with who I am as a person. Uh, I got to ask you, since it's, it's, it's my first time uh, meeting you, uh, when I walked into the room, I didn't think you were Filipino. Yeah, I look very Chinese. You look very Chinese. So I was yeah. going to ask you, do you have any Chinese blood in you, which is very common mm-hmm. in the Philippines? Do you have any? Yeah, actually, um, it was uh, mansplained to me by a white guy in Negros. Um, me and my sister were at the airport and we were fighting because it was like really hot. And of course, I was just being a dick. And some white guy turns around and he sees our passports. He sees we're Canadian. And so he's like, oh, hey, I'm from I'm a SFU professor. I'm just like, you know, island hopping. And so he starts to explain to me why we look Chinese. Because I told him, like, yeah, I don't know. My grandfather's Chinese. Uh, so he explains to us that in the... In the 20s, there was a civil war in the Hokkien region of China, and there was actually a lot of, uh, there was a wave of Chinese immigrants in the uh, Philippines. So that's actually where my origin comes from. So I am a quarter Chinese. Uh, my grandfather died when my mom was sick, so we never learned any of um, their language uh, or anything about our, our Chinese culture. I know he's rich, though, that's all. Do you know his what your grandfather's last name was? Yeah, it's uh, my uncle's last name. It's S-Y? S-C-C. Okay. So the guys that did like Mega Mall and SM, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you could be related to them, man. You know, or I, are you? Or are you? Uh, <laughs> like we traced it to like a, a branch of it. We know we have family in uh, a city in China, but we've never connected to them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so funny because I started to dive deep into, like I was telling you, I, I love Filipino history and I love how everything started. So there's a lot of Chinese people in the Philippines. There's a lot of mestizos, right? That's why there, you see like halfers everywhere. Mm-hmm. And our grandmother is, has Chinese blood, but she's already far off. She's She she herself is one fourth. So we're like yeah. one, one, one fiftieth yeah. <laughs> by now, right? And I just find it so interesting and so 
like we're just a melting pot of Asian culture. We got Spanish, we got Chinese, yeah. we got Malay, Austronesian mm-hmm. people, yeah. and it's just cool to see. That's what our identity. We're hybrids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you know we changed our name? The Cebu cow? Did you know that? Yeah, it was S-Y, right? Was it no, um, cow was our real last name. But to make it Filipino passing, we put it as Cebu cow. Mm-hmm. So that's in our, um, but our actual last name in Taiwan is C-A-O, which cow. is cow. Yeah, so I would be like Archie Rose, cow. you know, Amber cow. <laughs> that's such a Filipino yeah. middle name. Yeah, <laughs> but I married a <laughs> Can you imagine my kids one day if I kept the cow name would be like, you know, whatever my kid's name is. And then they have a Chinese be, name. Like, it'll be very Chinese. But I'm Filipino, so. No. Do yeah. you have any mixes still? Uh, I, you know? I don't believe so. Like, my man, native Filipino. My middle name is Mamorno, and I'm pretty sure that's like a Filipino sounding name. Mm-hmm. Last name is Ortiz in Spanish. Spanish. We all have Spanish, yeah. right? We all, we all yeah. have Spanish. Yeah. That, was, that was crazy. But when I was growing up, my brother would, used to tease me that I was that I was uh, an orphan. <laughs> and, then I got, and, and my and my my real family is the Ecuador because I'm so dark. Yeah. So my brother would be like, no, 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 you're Ampon, man. You're Ampon. <laughs> That means orphan guys. Yeah. <laughs> for so non Filipinos. Because like, like my family is all like light skinned like you guys. Oh really? But I'm the only dark one because I used to play a lot in the sun. Mm-hmm. So, play basketball. But you yeah, and your brother look sure. alike. Why would you be saying? He was pretty pale. He, oh. he looked more Chinese when, when we were young. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was, yeah, skinny and pale. All right, well, we're going to switch gears <laughs> here because the very reason why we have a panel of Pinoys or Filipinos is because we wanted to talk about how to date a Pinoy or how is it like dating as a Pinoy. So could you guys agree, have you all had experiences dating Filipinas and non-Filipinas? Yes, no? Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. So what differences have you noticed dating Filipino, uh, someone of Filipino descent versus non-Filipino? What are some off the, off the bat that you can think of? Some no differences in, dating no in with it. I feel like the main the main key point that I would notice is I, like the main keyword would be attention. Like Filipino girls, I think would pay more attention to the smaller things, or even pay more attention to their significant other. They'd call you more when you get off work. They'd call you a break. Whereas in for the other races... Text you all the time, yeah. Yeah, for the other races, it's like... You have a bit more independence. There's more space and more independence. So that's that's the main difference that I notice. Do you guys find that Filipinas are more jealous? Oh, more <laughs> jealous. You know, I've mostly exclusively like dated seriously Filipinas, so... Uh, it's just like the casual dating that I, I've had experience with with like non-Filipinas but in terms of jealous I mean I don't know if that's a biased opinion since like my main relations were Filipinos so I, I only know from like you don't really get jealous if they're just like a, a hookup kind of thing right but um, I have dated some very jealous Filipinos and some uh, very emotional Filipinos I feel, feel like for me the difference is that Filipino girls tend to wear their hearts more on their sleeves. You know, they're a lot more transparent and open with their emotions, uh, and it comes across a lot more um, easily in conversations and in the reactions to things. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, my girlfriend right now is Korean, so I can't say that she's not as jealous as. If Filipina. she was Filipino, she still gives me a hard time. 
it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I think uh, just girls in general, they're. I think that's one way of a girl expressing their love. Yeah. Towards a guy being crazy. I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like like the jealousy right. thing is like a double edged sword because if the girl wasn't really jealous, mm-hmm. she probably doesn't care. No right. attachment. Can, no yeah. attachment. Exactly. That's very interesting. The reason why I asked that is because we have our other cousin. Um, Jeffrey, who we hope to guest one day because mm-hmm. he got jokes for days. Once upon a time, he absolutely refused to date Filipinas uh, because he thought that they were overtly jealous, they're overtly obsessive, very possessive, incredibly emotional and dramatic. And yeah, I thought that way too. He's not wrong. <laughs> they, he's not wrong. That still happens today. Yeah, right. All right. All, I think it's all the dramas you guys watch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I should tell you about Jeff. He went through a phase, right? So when he started saying, I'll never date a Filipino, his phases were, I'm only exclusively going to date whites. Yeah, only French girls. Only French girls. It switched. I only want to date Vietnamese. Mm. This is very specific, right? Mm. I I want Vietnamese. I want, next it was, I only want Brazilians or Latinas. Mm. And then he dated that very serious girlfriend. And... It, 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 he, it like goes back to what he's saying I'll never date a Filipino but it turns out that that one Filipino girl was the one he loved out of all his possible. did she mess him up though? yeah she messed him up <laughs> she messed him up real bad that's why I said that <laughs> right she really messed him up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like Filipino girls will mess you up just in general oh yeah I yeah. think wait Filipino guys will mess you up too man no we're no fucking bad that's true <laughs> I, yeah, Honestly, true. y'all are worse. <laughs> Come on. I'm a cancer, so I'm already. Yeah, like, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I'm perfect, so. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, let's keep it interesting. What? So you said you're a cancer. What zodiac are you? I'm a Gemini. Mm-hmm. Virgo. Oh. oh. Yeah. Hey, girls. Hey. You think you are? Astrology. If you're compatible with these, anywho's. Now, um, you guys have experiences with Filipinos. Now, have you ever had to um, experience like the old? old-fashioned traditional way of courtship like asking for permission bringing her back for curfew like a lot of filipinos out there obviously they have very strict parents that's well known in the filipino culture so how any of you had to experience anything like that yeah let the guest starts first uh no i wouldn't say like i was pretty shy in high school so i don't really i don't really date as much um, so no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I had that experience when I was, and I feel like that experience would only happen maybe when you're younger. Mm-hmm. That's true. Rather than when you're older, right? Like yeah. the girls. I mean, it should still them. happen, but yeah. I guess that would happen if you were more serious with the girl. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like now in the age that we live in, it's like you would only bring them to your parents if it's serious. Serious. Yeah. Whereas in before it's like you, you ask the parents for the date. Whereas in now it's like you gotta swipe and it's like okay, let's go on a date. Oh, you wanna bring your parents after five dates later? So it's like yeah. Well, some guys are clowns, right? So they'll yeah. bring girls around early. Um, I actually have a question for you that like ties into that. Did you um did you know about the whole courting thing when you were younger? I think I did because my brother my brother was was the age of dating, and he did he did the courting courting thing. So what what are some things that do you remember? Like, uh, what are, what are the rules? <laughs> Like I just remember, you have to have flowers or something, something to offer to the family when you go there. A gift. The yeah. first time. The first time. Yeah. And even even every time you have to bring like a little bit of food or like something that the whole family will enjoy. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're only there for the daughter, right? Like some kind of gift, kind of. Yeah. 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 And then you're courting the whole family. You yeah. gotta be on time. You can't be late. And then same thing when you have, when you have to bring the girl back. 
And like when I feel like when he was doing it, the girl's family was calling her like every hour. Oh shoot! And like just yeah, checking up, yeah, just checking up and thing, but. Making sure no yeah. dirty, dirties happening. Like, the, I, I feel like that's like the Filipino church way, right? It's like, yeah. take my daughter off for a nice day, <laughs> bring her back. Like, <laughs> Always a curfew kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, so I actually, because I grew up um, in a very Western environment with like a lot of uh, uh, mostly white kids and, and Chinese kids. So I never, and I also grew up pretty sheltered. I didn't actually really date uh, in high school. So I would go out a few times with, uh, with some girls. Um, but it wasn't until I think I was 18 that I, I met this girl through, um, through family friends. Um, and I, I didn't realize that like, I couldn't just ask her out. Like I had to go through this, this whole process. I was asking if you knew about that. Cause I didn't fucking know about this. Mm-hmm. So I had to like my, my mom and like my friends were telling me that I had to, this was like nine years ago. I had to like go to her house. Not with five, I had to bring chocolates. Yeah. So I brought chocolates to her mom and dad. Um, I had to ask permissions, like, hey, can we, my friends and I are going out, but can I take your daughter out? We had to have chaperones the whole time. Um, I didn't know this girl was, you know, she wasn't really into that kind of stuff, uh, but I had to give a good impression. So we were actually seeing each other for a while already, um, but we couldn't be official until I asked for her parents' blessing. So like, I, I felt like a kid, like I was sneaking in through her window. <laughs> there was one morning um, I got her parents were cooking in the kitchen I remember I I snuck out we took the screen door out I went through the front door and then came back inside and we're having breakfast and I was so nervous my voice was cracking I didn't I didn't bring anything too uh, but this is what like she said I had to ask her parents and she gave me like a script of what to say and like I think we had been seeing each other for like a couple months already and we were around a table like this and I looked at her dad and I'm like, hey, Sal, you're, you're the dad now. And I was like, <laughs> okay, Sal, hey, uh, I really love your daughter, Po. Um, and I, I really want to uh, take care of her. Can I, can I date your daughter, Po? And he fucking turns to his wife like, do kids still do this? <laughs> yeah. oh. Wow. Well, well, you know to you, man. Yeah, he gave props yeah, to you. Props to you dude. He must have been really impressed, though. Hundred percent. Hey, probably thought you were a scared guy. Yeah, but little did he know, right? <laughs> <laughs> little did he know you're just sneaking around from the back at that time. Uh, I, I I did do it one more time after that to uh, the the next girl, but honestly, I I don't see like the the kind of modern application to that kind of framework when it comes to dating someone. Because like I understand like back maybe our parents or our grandparents' age, like how that can kind of set boundaries and like parameters of like how you interact with someone. But in our day and age, you know, it that's doesn't true. really help. Online and everything. Yeah. yeah. That's true. There's no more barriers really. They can talk to somebody through their phone. That's true. So. I'm like, your daughter sent me nudes like before we dated. <laughs> Why do I have to ask you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, Porch on that because when I used to date, I never... I never did any of that courting stuff. Yeah. You never had to? I never had to. The, the closest thing, when I, my first serious relationship with a Filipina, like, you know, I, I waited for her after school. I walked her home. <laughs> I, so I picked her up in the morning to walk to school together. And That's she, pretty innocent. That's nice. Right? She, but she never gave me the light of day, man. Like, I was just, uh, she just like, okay, whatever. This freaking mm. fool is in love with me. <laughs> did you feel like you were friend zoned? 
I was never gonna let it happen. I, I, <laughs> I could have, but I think I just had the enough sauce to get it done, right? <laughs> I, I had enough sauce to get it done. But it was the first time I met. I always knew the first time I I would ever go to a girl's house. I knew the 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 rules of being really respectful to the parents. Bring something over. And I really didn't know what to call her mom. I just ended up calling her Tita. But now looking back, I was calling her mom Tita. Mm. And Tita means like aunt in the culture, in the Filipino culture. If some of you are already familiar, that's pretty common for us. Like even if we don't know them, if they're just somebody, you know, like even your friend's mom that you come over to your friend's house and then you see you see their mom, their dad, yeah. you go, hi, Tita, hi, Tito. It's really usually just a... It's like an automatic um, thing. Yeah, an automatic greeting of respect to say hi, auntie, hi, uncle, mm-hmm. um, even though you're not related to them. But anyways, the next question is, you know, um, in all this time that you guys have been dating, for example, for your experience, like maybe you hadn't thought about this before or maybe it's just something that's natural to you. Were you ever looking, were you ever consciously looking for a Filipina or non-Filipino when you were dating? By default, Filipina. Yes. Oh, really? I think by default. But you're not you, with a Filipina right now. I know, but back yeah. then, that's what you know, right? Filipina. Mm, right? You see true. the shows, you see the TV shows, movies, Filipina. Mm. And I hung around a lot of Filipinos, so... So automatically, yeah, you're like yeah. zoned in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never looked for Filipinos until after I was 18. Because like, I grew up with like watching... Um, Gossip Girl, OC, like those are the shows that my friends and I watch. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted, like, you know, Ryan Reynolds' wife. Like, 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 Serena. like, like, Serena. Man. You wanted Serena. Well, yeah, it was always like those are the people that I was around. Like, there were Filipinos in my high school, but we never really interacted. Actually, that's a shame. I don't know why we never talked. But, like, I grew up on the island, right? And so it was like a, it was a baseball academy. It was always a lot of white kids. And so we never, like, we never talked about, like, race or anything. Like, I actually thought I was just like, a white kid who just stopped growing after like five seven, and, <laughs> and like maybe I like I like Asian girls. Though. I did find myself attracted to Asian girls, yeah, Asian girls, but I think it was more like Vietnamese Chinese when I was like a teenager. Mm-hmm. How about you, Sal? Uh, I feel like like I went through phases. Mm. Uh, I'm sure when I was younger, like my my dream girl or wife would be Filipino, but then. I that's the default right? that's the default but then like after going out with a few when I was like early high school and being played by them you know kind of kind of kind of broke my heart a little bit so right. I, I feel like I stayed away mm-hmm. from the Filipinos um, and I feel like when you're like in life everybody has a blueprint of what their their ideal, ideal. relationship is yeah. or their ideal life is and I think like like after high school I feel like my ideal girlfriend was like blonde hair, blue eyes. Changed, yeah. So that's that's what I went for, and that's I feel like that's what I've dated, and now it's like reverting back to another phase where it's like, oh, now I feel like I like Asian girls now more. So <laughs> there's no, there's really no preference mm-hmm. now it's just like whoever you buy with right? so exactly oh i like that now while you guys were dating did you ever face any insecurities come up dating as a filipino like oh, hell yeah oh for sure <laughs> like we're what? not on the map we're not yeah. on the map are you yeah. asian are you mexican that's true. yeah, yeah. 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 that's yeah. true are you native <laughs> <laughs> oh i got it i got it i got that's the chinese guy right <laughs> From Matka, so yeah, Ooh. I got that. Yeah, 
Oh but in God. terms of like height, in terms height, of like, height, would probably be the number one. Especially for me, like I'm I'm only five seven, so mm-hmm. uh, I feel like height would be the number one issue that comes up, especially dating other races. Because I feel like if, if if I was to be a Filipino girl, height usually wouldn't be an issue because like You're taller, I'll be, I'll be taller than her. But when it comes to other races, it's like. It, it plays a little bit of a, of a issue where you're like in a social setting and like other people might think like, oh, you're with a tall girl, but like you might have like this imposter, imposter syndrome where you're like, I'm not where I'm supposed to be or whatever. Right? So I feel like height will definitely be a factor when it comes to like Filipino guys dating. Yeah. Unless you're like OJ here with a nice height at 5'11". Nice height, but not a nice weight. Okay. <laughs> Sexy. Sexy. Oh, fuck that shit. But I, I agree. Like, I, I think, because um, there was one girl that I was seeing a few years ago. She, We went to high school together, went to different colleges. And when she came back uh, to the city, I remember we, we hooked up a few times. We were actually seeing each other for like six months, but it was like a casual, friendly thing. But she was... She was 5'11". She was very tall. Um, but it never really bothered because, like, we only ever, like, met up at night. And, like, our socializing was literally, like, her place, once my place, and, like, going to the bar. Right? Where it's not, like, you're not, you know, you're not glamming up or anything. You're not it's going not out to see your friends. Setting, yeah. Exactly. And I feel like if we actually ever became serious, she actually ended up dating... I went to on vacation. I came back. She ended up dating this uh, Chinese guy who looked like a mirror image of me, but was five eleven. I'm like, oh I looked at that. I'm like, oh fuck, I feel short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did that hurt? Mm, yeah, because I thought I was cuter than he was. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So it was an ego blow to see. But he was a nice guy. Like I had known, but also she had said like when we were together because I thought we were on the same page. I didn't want a relationship, and she said she didn't want one either. And I'm gone for two weeks, and I come back and. I thought it was a booty call, so I go to her house. I think I told her <laughs> after too. I told Archie. I was like, yo, you won't believe what happened. So I go to her house and she's she's drunk already. And I'm like, hey, did you start without me? He's like, hey, I have a boyfriend. I'm like, oh. The disrespect. I know. So we just walked to a bar and, and talked it out. But uh really? yeah. It was uh it was weird. Moment of silence. <laughs> oh, yeah, pour one out. <laughs> See, I feel like uh, Filipinos or Asian men in general are so underrated. There's a lot of other non-Filipinos out there that are pretty open-minded, thankfully. But I, I still feel like, you know, Asian men in general are still largely underrated. So did you guys face any challenges with that? Do you have any fault, like funny stories to share about that? Or I don't kiss and tell, so... <laughs> How about you? Why don't you tell us? <laughs> give us a female's perspective. Yes. Give us a fe- give, give us your give us your story. Okay. Well, in terms of dating, I had always geared towards Filipinos. Always. 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 Um, because none, I don't know, but it's funny because like when I was in grade seven, my first supposed boyfriend was white, but like it's not it's not real if you're in grade seven. No. But he was my first crush, mm. sort of say, right? Uh, my first crush was this like white dude but everybody had a crush on him you know there's always this like one jock right that everybody has a crush on in school um but even when I went to high school I felt like I was always still attracted to Filipinos and for some of the people here who know my dating history yeah like my dating history always ran Filipino (laughs) um she was a big flirt no (laughs) was she I don't know her I didn't know her in high school she was yeah she was totally a big flirt (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. How, 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 many, how, you, how many victims, man? I don't know. Yeah, so how many victims? Wow, that's a whole Blink if it's more than. Any eye drops? Oh, yeah, But in the end, I ended up with somebody who was not Filipino at all. Like, I ended up with somebody who's Chinese. And that even that surprised me. But really, like, when it comes to, like, when you fall in love, you just fall in love with, like, whoever, wherever. Yeah. Like, like, like you know, what Sal said, it's all about, like, them vibe. Yeah, the energy, you yeah. connect with like, them. Like, you know, I, I mentioned that my blueprint is, like, a blonde hair blue eyes. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in my in my gut that I'll, I'll, I'll probably end up with a Filipino girl. No way. Like, in the long run? Like, in the long run and forever. Oh. <laughs> I feel like it'll be a Filipino girl. And she'll like she'll just like show up and I'll be like, where the fuck did you come from? Yeah. Well, here's an interesting thing actually, and I wanna get your take on this. What are your thoughts about um white guys dating Filipino girls? Oh man, come on man. <laughs> go off, go white on. White guys dating Filipino girls. I mean you guys have dated non Filipinos, mm-hmm. but what are your thoughts about white guys um dating Filipino girls? Not like, it's <laughs> it's like reverse racism, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I always, I always shame the girl. Really? Yeah. But there's like, what's wrong with us? Mm. What's wrong with us? Why, why do you have to go searching? I... She's uh, probably Bisaya. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots, though. I'm there's not going to lie. There's yeah, lots, though. There you, you do bring this up, but like the, if you think about the Philippine economy, those people, like the Filipino wives that are married to the Caucasian husbands, they bring in a lot of money, money for the back. jobs, too. Combine All the resorts, man. man. <laughs> it's opened by them. That's true. But for me, I, no, I have, I have no personal issue with any race dating whoever. Uh. Like, I feel like... I feel like love is very hard to come by. So when when you feel love with someone, you feel it. I feel like the colors shouldn't matter. Okay, but put it in this way: Let's say you walk in the street, right, mm-hmm. and then you see a Filipino guy with a really, really, really fire white girl. White girl, fire. <laughs> I'd be like, good job, man. Right? You'll give him respect, right? Yeah, but if you not. see a Filipino girl, double standard with a with a white guy from. Wherever you be like, eh. I I don't really care. Like to be honest, I think the only time it would bother me um, is when I'm in Philippines, because then I start to question: Did you, do you love? Do you love them? Is this real? Yeah. Or, or is this ninety day fiance stuff? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> but but even looking from the other perspective, like do you as the the white guy, do you actually love the girl, or are you just trying? to get the land deed so you can open up your fucking resort you know and but if it's here in like this setting mm. I agree with, with sell more in the sense of like you know you know love's love like whatever but I do I, I, being. I do see your point you see what I'm saying because right? I, I did I remember going to Seattle and I was with um, a couple the guy was black and the girlfriend was white and they were getting heckled in downtown <gasps> Seattle wow what? because there's a lot of like black people in downtown Seattle like I in the club area yeah and they were just like heckling the girl and the guy like the black guy saying like the black girls are like what's wrong with the black girls mm. right like mm. so I kind of see how people would see it in a, in a different way but yeah actually I do have black friends that say that I feel like it, that's it's, it shouldn't be different yeah. but the way they treat it is, is different and I don't know why necessarily like I've never really had that big conversation but I have friends that are like girls that are black you know that are bothered by um, the men dating, men dating somebody else. Yeah. 
actually one of our mutual friends was, was talking to us about that my sister's party yeah. but I think it just goes back to the western culture though because it's like when, when Asian girls go for white guys I feel like it goes back into their in their, into their childhoodness because when they go to the movies when they watch TV the that's, the hero is the white guy and that's why I was like why are Asian men so underrated I really so like, like so like, I feel like it goes deep it goes deep into the girl's mind that oh my dream guy is supposed to be this Caucasian guy that's supposed to save me the prince charming yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, supposed to all be I've this seen white guy in my yeah. and in the movies and in the TV shows whereas in it's you influence you don't see the Filipino guy saving the girl from like whatever we never had crazy rich Asians growing up kind of thing that's the thing that's, well, that's another like, I feel like it goes deep in between mm-hmm. in, in our in our like in our thought in our the way we were brought up you know when we were growing up it's like if you see an Asian guy that's dating the white girl it's almost like you're you're hitting above your weight kind of thing right <laughs> do girls have that same thing when you're an Asian girl dating a white guy do they subconsciously think that like they're you know reaching up I think it's. I think it's. Not Ali not Wong right. does. Ali Wong's like, yeah, get in there, right? I'm gonna power, you know, overpower my colonizer in between my legs. <laughs> Ali Wong talks about that, the comedian, right? But I don't know if other girls actually have thought about that or if they're just attracted to the guy. But like, for somebody as brash and open as her, when she's dated like you know a a, a whole myriad of different kinds of guys, right? When she got with a white guy. You know, she felt empowered because she's like, I'm smaller than you, I'm Asian, and you're in between my legs. That's right. I could just crush you with my legs right Trapped. now. Trap you with my legs. That that was for her. Yeah. So I don't know if some girls feel like that, but Well, like dating having dated like Caucasians and Europeans, like I've I've been in in like I haven't been in their social circle, but like I've been around their social circle and I feel like when they find out, like for example, when I went to France and they find out that I was Filipino, a lot of her friends would be like, what, you're dating an Asian guy? That's, that's like you're looking down? They're looking down. Wow. They're like, what? Mm. Like, what? Like, Interesting. Never, I don't think you've ever dated an Asian guy. And she's, like a lot of girls have, have told me this too, like you're the first Asian guy I've ever dated. Or like, I don't I, like I don't know what my friends will say when, when I tell them I've, I've dated an Asian guy. Because I feel like I, with a lot of my relationships or the girls that I've dated, I was like their first Asian guy that they've been with. You're the wow. exception to their their trend. Yeah, like I don't I don't wear that as a pride. I feel like I feel like it shouldn't be that way. Whereas in you should be free to date whoever you want. It doesn't matter what your peers would say. It doesn't yeah. matter what your social circle would say. And I feel like a lot of people are just missing out on like genuine connection because of what people think. And uh, speaking of that. Can you guys describe what makes Filipinos or Asians better lovers than their other counterparts? <laughs> what make you guys? Attentive. What make? What makes y'all the better lover? Lover. We're attentive. We're caring. We communicate really well. I wouldn't say that. Like I'm a, I'm a hor- sometimes I'm a horrible communicator. Oh, I, said, I thought I heard something else. I thought I'm a whore. <laughs> Um, is there any unifying thing with Filipino guys? I, I've never really had like, this conversation. Like, is there a stereotype you guys what, 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 what makes Filipinos or even Asians better lovers than their other counterparts? Mm, well, for me, and I feel like, were you born here, OJ? Yeah, I was. And you were born here too? Yeah. Okay, so I feel like with, with I'm only speaking for guys that are like half-half here, so born in the Philippines, 
Um, for me, I, I was born in the Philippines, left there when I was nine, and I've lived in Vancouver ever since. And I feel like when, like, the, the boys that are born in the Philippines, they have this notion in their head, or, like, they romanticize this idea of happily ever after, right? Um, so it's like they're more, they're more romantic. They'll, like, they'll, they'll, they'll sing you songs. They'll, ser- they'll serenade you. <laughs> and I feel you? like, and I feel like, the guys um, that spend a bit more time in the Philippines are a bit more sensitive, and I feel like again that's a double-edged sword because sometimes girls don't want you to be sometimes girls yeah. don't want you to be too sensitive, yeah, because you know start thinking other things. But like the other time, about the other times they want you to be sensitive. I'm not gonna lie; it's pretty brutal. Once upon a time, I I did demasculate. You know, an ex-boyfriend. And I hate saying that, but I did do that because he was somebody who's like me, was, you know, fluent in Tagalog, who I think uh, felt a little bit more traditional Mm. about who he was as a Filipino. But back then I was really mean and I thought he was too sensitive. What were the words that you used? Hmm? Be honest. What were the words that you used to? I don't even remember. I'll tell you, I'll tell you I blocked it out because I felt incredibly bad. I got, I learned from it, and it got better as a girlfriend after. But I really did feel like I caused some really bad trauma. Did you call him the p word? No, a what? Pussy. No. Okay, I've been called a pussy by a girl before. Mm. Really, no, I too, don't think I did because of being too sensitive. I just told him like I'm he not more like you know. Oof. I, that hurts too, though. I was like, that means translation. Like, you're so weak. Maybe guess, yeah. yeah. Was he a Pretty cancer? Much. I did. <laughs> Stupid ass. I take the pussy. Stupid ass bitch. I'll take pussy. Yeah. Week. Yeah. Where's your balls? Like, exactly, I like yeah. I really demasculate. Like, yeah. I I feel like I blocked out that um, really bad uh, phase that I went through and I don't know where I came off of being like that I think I it's like I over expected I, I just didn't treat this person like a human I just like you know that's where it's one of my biggest regrets treating somebody as horribly as I did yeah. because I No, I just expected him. I I think I just expected more. Yeah, I expected more from him when I should understand he is more of a sensitive person. And I just kept on jamming it and jamming it to him to like change and be better. And then he ended up breaking up with me. And then like that really hurt me after. But then I learned from that, that I was just like, when I just reflected, I was like, man, I was a horrible person. He was right. Yeah, he was right to like. Would you make matters worse? at that time like if you were to get into an argument or whatever would you oh totally I would really gas it up really badly and then I would be like uh, seeing red with rage like I I was completely unreasonable but what I learned from that my next relationship I treated incredibly well like I was just treasuring it a little bit more that when I actually broke up with that relationship like it was really hard for that person to let go because I treated it so much more better than my last one but like yeah I like I it took a lot of self-reflection because like you know whenever it comes to that being in that position like you I don't know if other people think like this but I know I do like I am a bit more uh, conscious and sensitive when I do ruin someone's life like it's just like it eats you and so when girls go and tell you like you're a pussy like you're so weak like it really eats into the guy and and, and I think um you know some girls they don't take into account like there's this perception that this guy guy should be men enough but girls don't 
take the time to also understand that guys do have feelings. <laughs> right? Don't look at me like that, oh. RJ. <laughs> Isn't that a stereotype when we were kids? I, I think we, we all experience it where it's like girls would complain that they can't find a guy who's sensitive enough, right? Mm-hmm. And guys are always so cold. That never resonated with me. Growing up, I was like, what the fuck do you mean? I, I can't stop feeling things. I want to stop feeling things as much. Yeah. So that's never resonated with me in that way. I feel like that's definitely a Filipino trait. Yeah. Because it's like... When a guy gets dumped, a Filipino guy gets dumped, he'll listen to like boys to men. Google Like, where did the time or where did we go wrong? Where like, if you, if a, for say like a, a black guy or a white guy got dumped, he'd listen to like some rap songs. Like, DMX, bitch, yeah. Or, or all that it's like a hype so, song, right? So it's a bit different, I feel yeah. like. Do you think it's because our culture, um, who let's say, tend to be more into their feelings and more passionate and more emotional and that's the way men and women are. And that's why when it comes to like dating and like the concept of love, whether you're a man or woman, you really own into those feelings. Like that hurt, that love, that like... I I feel like um, Filipinos are some of the most like either emotionally intelligent people or just emotional in general. <laughs> oh, we're so both. And yeah, I think I think we try to run away from it sometimes, uh, especially as we grow up. We try to, you know, remove ourselves, steps away from like the, the influences that shaped us as we grew up. But those factors are so embedded in not just our culture, but in our personalities that, you know, we even how we react to things now, is still shaped by that and I still see myself having to take a step back so that I'm not reacting in the instant trigger that something does for me um like so how a lot of my my Filipino emotions have manifested in the past is a uh anger like I I I think I used to deal with a lot of a a snap judgment anger issues um and it, it took me a long time and it's still a work in progress of like not reacting so emotionally um and when you have like a a filipino girlfriend that is that way too then it's just fire and explosives it's a volcano man yeah when you put both of your because you're both so similar in the way you think Mm -hmm. and how you process that information it just makes matters even worse right because that's the only way you know how to assess that situation and that's the only way both of you know how to deal yeah with that situation no one's gonna back down there's a there's a the girl that girl that i that i courted um that i had to sneak out of her 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 window and go into her kitchen that girl um one of our worst fights when we were both like really triggered she ended up she threw my phone out of the car um and so i went to go get my 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 phone and I saw her, she left the car and she picked up, we were just parked in the cul-de-sac. She picked up a stone. I'm like, oh yeah, you're all big talk. She fucking threw it at my dad's uh, windshield. <gasps> I never knew that. And so I was standing there. I'm like, and I started, I started crying. And I'm like, what, I'm 19 years old? And I started crying because I could not imagine this was happening to me. This is the kind of shit that happens on How I Met Your Mother. This happens on <laughs> Friends. True. This doesn't happen in real life. Yeah. So I'm crying and laughing and I'm like, are you for real? What are you doing? We're going to see my parents in 30 minutes. How are we going to explain this? Are you crazy? And so, like, I'm What yelling. was her reasoning? Like, um, she said... She just oh, popped off. 
I said I wanted fries. Yeah. <laughs> this this goes back to me, like not because she was my 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 first real relationship. I was we met when I was eighteen. We had been dating for a year, and she wanted. I don't know if I actually ever told Archie this. She yeah, wanted to like. He never told me this. Open up our relationship to becoming. She wanted it to be an open relationship. Film. And I wasn't cool with that. No. Um, but we also didn't want to break up. So we were fighting over it. And I think I said it on a Friday, oh, we'll think about it. We're going to go camping. And this was a Saturday night. And I told her that morning, like, yeah, I really don't think this is going to work out. Like, we were either together or we're not. And, like, I pulled the – I was a dick, too. Like, I pulled the religious card. Like, like, you know, this is – is this really what you want to be doing with your life? Just, you know, sleeping with multiple guys? And for the record, <gasps> I do not care about that now. But as a kid, <laughs> Well, your I was, first girlfriend, yeah. Yeah, I was super sheltered. Um, and I remember we got into the car and she was just like, I'm really sorry, but this is your fault for triggering me. And I'm like, it's not my fault. You're crazy. And so we were driving and we make it to the intersection and this girl takes her seatbelt off and launches herself She's like, I'll show you motherfucking crazy right now. Yeah. So she, started, she started hitting me. I, I have to stop the car. There's cars all around us. We park, we, I end up driving to my friend's place and we're all about to go camping. And then like I, my friends pull me out of the car. They see the car is ruined. These are all my white friends too, by the way. And then she's just in the car and she takes a Sharpie. She's just like coloring in my fucking phone. <laughs> oh my God. And then you my, I know my buddy's like my best friend. He's like, yo man, we can't, like, I'm going to take her home. You go home. Like, no, we're going to work this out. Like a typical <laughs> Filipino emotional guy. So against like seven people's objections, I drive this girl off, take her to my house, and the cops (laughs) showed up because someone had seen us fighting on the intersection, right? And I remember like, this is when I realized I needed to change, but though it took me eight years to realize this, um, the cop was like looking at me and he's like, so uh, is she hitting you? I'm like, no. It's like, you're bleeding like from my neck. I said, oh, I fell. And saying those words made me realize, oh, man, I feel like those people on TV who are, like, protecting the guy. Yeah. And I realized I was protecting this girl. And they had to escort her in the back of a police car back home. And I remember just thinking, like, this was really messed up. And this is how emotional I was. We didn't break up after that. We worked it out. And we dated for another year. Yeah. We never learned, man. We never learned. My friends were like, yo, you got to break up with her. We're tired of your shit. Did you keep it a secret or no? We kept it a secret for a month. My dad had to fix the, the thing. My parents were really cool with it. They're like, yeah, I don't know what you guys are going through, but you guys, you know, you work it out or you don't. Her parents blamed me for all of that. And you know what? Older me would say I blame myself for that too. Like I should have. That's good. I should know better. Neutralized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You said you have a similar story. I do have a similar story, but but it's true though because every every situation you're in, good or bad, it's it's your fault. Yeah. So Mm. I believe that now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I have a similar story. I'm not gonna say the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. This girl tried to run me over. Police was involved. But yeah, we, we, we worked it out and I kept it a secret, kept seeing her for like a year. Mm. And it ate me up inside because it was like the double personality thing. Yeah. yeah. Was like where I would talk shit about her yeah. to my friends, but then I would go see her after work. But yeah. That good, good <laughs> man. I can't get away from it. <laughs> you know it you, there's a certain point when it's fucked up enough that you know it's wrong. But I feel like like yeah, like same thing. Looking looking back at it now, like when it happened, I was like, "What the fuck? This girl's a bitch. This girl's fucking crazy." Yeah. But now looking back at it, I'm like, "Oh fuck, that probably was my fault. I probably triggered her. Mm-hmm. I probably did so much fucked up things that I pushed her off over the edge." 
Because girls just don't go crazy out of nowhere. That's no. very mature for you yeah. guys to really identify that. I got to give you props for yeah. that. That's like, amazing. Like, guys can say bitches are crazy and all that, but it's probably your fault, dude, that you made them go crazy. We have oh, yeah, I was as crazy. Yeah. Like, nobody goes crazy for no for no reason. Yeah. So. You know the solution? We should just smoke more weed. I think we would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get into fights like that if you're high. No. You never had anything like that? No, the closest thing, like, like an actual fist fight. With a, with a girl? She punched, she oh, yeah. beat the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, here's the thing. So I'm driving right now. I'm pissed. We are arguing for some stupid things. And I just, my door doesn't open, right? So I had to, you know, back then it was like this, rolling down the window. I just spat outside because my mouth was just fucking dry. And she took it the wrong way. She thinks that I'm indirectly spitting on her. <laughs> Okay, so here's what happens. So I'm driving. You know, you just start heating up. You're like, you start hyper. You're like, <laughs> you triggered, yeah. Roll it down. She takes it the wrong way. She looks at me. Why? Why'd you do that? Stop the car right now. Stop the car. Stop the car right now. I don't care. Stop the car right now. Okay, stop it. She, why'd you do that? And then before I can even explain, she spits on me back. Oh my god. Dude. Was this like a kinky sit back or no? <laughs> no, it wasn't like a It was like the. Like, like an ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like I this. got even like more pissed. Yeah. That's just. Because you bad. can't believe it, right? Yeah. I can't believe it. Big shock. I've never <laughs> had someone spit on my face. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is so disrespectful. And you know what? And later she's like, that's not my fault. I was like, oh my god, bro. How can you say it's not your fault? You just spat on me. You made me do it. <laughs> oh my god. I was so pissed, man. I was so pissed. Well, you know what? I have to congratulate you guys. You guys have done incredible work just being so mature with reflecting over <laughs> your life experiences. Here's the self-awareness. Yeah. yeah. Cheers to you. I'm curious, just personally, did any of your parents ever encourage you to date Filipinas? Of course. Yeah. 100%. Oh, you gotta keep the bloodline pure. Is she Filipina? <laughs> but you know what I did? That French girl, and I showed a picture to my mom. My mom's like, oh wow, the babies will look so good. <laughs> <laughs> She's thinking about fall already. Because my, my, my sister, she uh, her husband is half Scottish, half Japanese. Oh wow. So the kid is like beautiful. Beautiful, right? So now, like, when my parents see like, the baby, like, Oh, like mixed babies are pretty, pretty, pretty cute. Yeah. yeah mixed babies are the only way to go, man. Yeah. You're, you're going to get one soon. Mine's going to look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Me and James look similar. They're the same color. Our, our kid's probably going to need glasses. <laughs> it's going to look the same. So it's not that mixed in a sense in, where our Asian Asian-ness is like, close together yeah. then it won't look like you know a mix I guess yeah, if like, anything they'll look more Chinese it's like when you meet like half Chinese and half Vietnamese people they're like yeah yeah I'm a half and I'm like what where like a swim away yeah now for you guys growing up did you ever were you ever attracted to any half Filipino like celebrities or popular like, figures like half Filipino anybody who's the Australian girl Australia. Uh, she's Australian Filipino. She was on the Showtime. And Chris. 
or yes. Frankie. Oh, Ed Curtis is, yeah. I think yeah. it's Ed Curtis, yeah. I really, so I, you were attracted to her? I had a younger. huge crush on her when I was a kid. Yeah. I have a huge, like, I still have a crush yeah. on her now. Yeah, she's beautiful. She was, like, in one of the movies where she was, like, a cop and she was into the in Manila. And By bus, they think, yeah. I watched that movie. It was pretty gangster. Oh, I ha- I'm, I'm going to look into that. Really good movie. Yeah. And she was pretty good in it, too. She has a range of different kinds of movies, which yeah. I thought was pretty good for her. Yeah. Did you guys ever get dating advice from your dad? Never. Never. I did. I got. I mean, my dad did not vibe well. He's a very old school Filipino, and I remember when I was like, he gave me my first condom when I was twelve, and I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> um, Blow it up into a balloon. Y- yeah. You put, yeah, water balloons. So we did. Now, uh, speaking of condoms, so did you guys ever, as Asians, there is misconception about size. <laughs> did you guys ever experience like anybody actually making a comment about that? They're like, oh, this is not what I expected in a good way. Yeah. No, I never had that. But I did have a problem with a condom one. There actually was one condom that I was like, oh, this is... Um, Way bigger than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, like a like a Trojan XXL. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I look at it. Yeah, I'm like fully erect. I'm like, what the? F- hey, I have another condom in here yeah. that I usually use. Let's just use this instead. Yeah, but that's like the only really bad story I ever had. Yeah, about I've condoms. been there. Where you like go to the Seven Eleven real quick, grab any condoms, and you're like, oh fuck, this is the wrong size. <laughs> the magnums are fucking huge. Yeah. it's like fucking horse dick. <laughs> I'm normal. I'm normal. Me, when I hear a girl uh, brag about like an Asian guy she slept with, his, his cock was so big. I'd be like, uh, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Let me see. Like, no homo, let me see. I need to see it. There's no way. Well, what's huge? Like, uh, what's huge? What are you talking about? And then she'd take like a, like a size, like it was the same size of like a water bottle. Lies. I need to see the picture right now. <laughs> you know, I think, I feel like the, the misconception goes both ways. Um, it might make it harder to get with or vibe with some girls who have that like embedded in their heads. But then also like once you're in there, it also kind of like, oh, you know what? I'm not disappointed. This It sets the bar so yeah. low sometimes. But I don't know if that's for Filipinos or just like Asians in general. Yeah, I was just speaking more so in Asians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you guys have ever encountered where like the non-Filipino people that you got with and then, you know, you you guys get into that moment and then they're like, oh, it's actually better than I expected. It's bigger than expected. It's like, you know. I actually had a a girlfriend that I dated and she just assumed that it was good size because she looked at the ex-girlfriends that I had. And they're all taller than me. So she was like, yeah, you're probably backing down there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great compliment. Like, these girls, I'm just dating you just because you're, you're cute. And I'm like, no, that's why they're dating me. There's nothing out there. No. That's especially for Filipinos. I mean, yeah, big, whatever. It's a big man. I need to see it. I need to see it. Long looking at. Oh my god. <laughs> the long is short. But it's thick. 
Sharkanisa. Sharkanisa. I can't. You can edit that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can edit that out. Make it some. I'm trying not to cackle out loud because I like blow up the thing. Like when That's I. That's a clickbait right there. <laughs> I'm going to use the long Anisa. Spit on my face. Episode, short can be sad. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um. Well, just put yeah. an explicit thing on. No, it will have an explicit content. <laughs> Lastly, did you ever, in your dating experience, were you ever like uh, put in a situation where you were fully aware that you were Filipino or even maybe have been discriminated against and that's oh. why you like canceled that girl or whoever because, well, you're Filipino, like nah, like I don't do Filipinos. Did any of you guys ever encounter that at all? Not a dating scene, no. No. Yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah. From both the girls and the girls' parents. <gasps> really? Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Yeah. My first encounter was in grade nine, and I was dating. Um, I was dating a Korean girl, and then I met the parents. And then even when I met the parents, it was like bad vibes, like one word answers from them. Mm. And then they weren't really interacting. No, they weren't vibing with me. And then after after I left, um, she texted me like an hour later saying my parents don't want me to see you anymore. Wow. Yeah. Damn. But it's, it's, it's not even with girls. It's, it's also been with like friends too. Like I remember in grade seven, I went over a friend's house. He was Chinese, and we we're playing Bionicle, like that that Lego stuff. Mm. Oh, I remember. Like nerds, right? Oh, I remember. And I was like, yeah. I was like eleven, and he's Chinese, and then like I was I was really dark at that time, and like my family wasn't that well off, so I was wearing some like hand-me-down clothes from like Value Village or whatever. So then I came to his house. And then we were having fun. And then I'm like, yo, Johnny, can I just go get some water? I went to go get water, went to the kitchen, grabbed everything, went back. But then I saw the mom just like eyeing me because she was in the living room. She was just eyeing me. And then the next day I was in school and she, Johnny was like, yo, you can't come over to my place anymore. And I was like, and I was like, why? What did I do? He's like, my mom thinks she stole something. What? Wait, so do you think you're discriminated because you're a different race or because of your color? Same. It's, I think both. it's both. Wow. It's That's both. insane. But sometimes it's more so my color because like, I know I'm not black, but sometimes like they associate, they associate with me. Why well, I, I associate with we're jungle with Asians compared to them. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, 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 I don't really want to blame anybody because I do associate with that culture more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I do feel like when I when I go to a store, like I used to work retail, so I know the codes that they say on the on the PA. Like when they say code eighty eight to forward department, that means there's a shitty guy in the forward department. People keep your eyes on them. So sometimes when I walk into a department store or like like a Seven Eleven or anything like that, they're like, I'll just have eyes on me, and then people will like follow me. Even Shoppers Drug Mart, where they have like um, undercover shoppers, where you know they're undercover shoppers because they have a they have a cart full of random stuff, mm-hmm. and they're just walking around looking, but they're on their side eye, they're like keep an eye on you, and like they'll, they'll just end up following me. Yeah, and sometimes I'll be like, Yo, what time are you off? Because I know. Wow. So. Interesting. I get this. Not just from like the dating scene. But in yeah. general. Yeah. But yeah, I feel we, like we I, did cover a bit of colorism yeah, in our previous like episode. Sometimes if you don't think that way, then it probably won't happen. It's just like the mindset that you put out, I guess. That's true. Or you're just picking up what's already there. Yeah, you're aware. Yeah. yeah. That's but true. It's, yeah. Like having it work retail and yeah, you just you just pick it up, right? And it's like it's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. For sure. Well that sucks for your experience with that Korean uh yeah, that was hard. Yeah, because yeah, actually, really like my that. girlfriend's Korean, and I'm so thankful and grateful that they they like me. 
like, right? They they approve of me. Mm-hmm. They have no problem. Mm-hmm. But I do know that um, our, our skin or our the Southeast Asian countries are not well uh, portrayed in those countries, like Japan. In their own media. In yeah. their, yeah, own their own media. And they look at us at a certain uh, different Lower way. class. Yeah. They look, yeah, lower, like lower class citizens. And that sucks, but... It is turning around, though. Yeah. I see the signs turning around. I'm going to be honest. Um, I've never had this feeling with my in-laws, but when I first dated James, before I met his parents, I was really worried. I had never dated a Chinese guy before. Heck, I'd never dated anybody who was not Filipino before. So I was really worried. Like, I had known about, like, Filipino-Chinese bias in the Philippines. Like, the Chinese people, they they keep it within their same line. They just don't mix it with Filipinos. They look down on, like, the native Filipinos back in the Philippines. Right? It's even worse out of it. Though. Yeah. And worse, of course, outside of it. But, like, I was actually really worried. I was scared. And we happened to encounter his parents, like, accidentally. And also, there's, like, a bit of a language barrier. So, I was really scared. And I was really worried. And I was in my head for the longest time that, like, they wouldn't approve of me. Like, I was a little, like, um, insecure. And then, like, over time, like, you know, I was like, oh, I'm just so thankful. It really changed for me when I ended up um, coming with James to China and like just being embraced by his whole family like that really like would you say it helped that you're just how your facial structure that I I can be Chinese passing you you could pass for a Chinese for sure I think so I think 100% but I did learn though that his family because of where they're located um, they had preferred that I be Filipino and Chinese passing than Japanese ever what why Uh, because of World War II it's because of uh, their region specifically was heavily impacted by the Japanese during World War II and so like they would literally disown this guy if yeah, he ever Koreans came home. Station. Yeah, with yeah. a Jap. But for the fact that I could be Chinese passing, but still Filipino, and the fact that I, and it's not even Chinese passing. I do have Taiwanese in my blood yeah. on both sides. Do they know that? But yeah. No, not right. until after they met me. But the, now they know that yeah. we have Chinese. Yeah, people. yeah. So they know I have um, like Chinese on my mom's side and my dad's side right it's just i obviously look it i could pass for it so when i whenever i go back to china i blend in with everybody just fine but that definitely helped it definitely helped the perception if i was let's say more tanned maybe with a more larger eyes and a flatter nose which is the usual characteristics of a filipino feature maybe I don't know maybe they might feel different I have no idea but that's crazy yeah yeah like I was really scary I was like oh no they won't accept me and then it was also like you know the first time I had dinner with them they're like I always thought my chopstick skills were great because I'm comfortable (laughs) and then they're like why is she holding her chopsticks like that? That's so weird. You want some soup? <laughs> and some told me I'm doing it wrong recently. I and didn't know that. I didn't know. I was for me. I just went with what felt naturally, and it's not like nobody taught me or anything. Yeah. I, I mean, and I was wrong Chinese, right? but it was actually wrong. Yeah, that's the same and then what James told me when we were growing up. Yeah, and then when he older. taught me, and then I kept on practicing, um, picking up peanuts. Because as soon as I can pick up round things, I was like, yeah, 
I got it. Are you good now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You got Skittles? Hmm? Uh, no, not Skittles, just like peanuts, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I I actually left chopsticks at my work, so I would eat, no matter what I'm eating, whether it's a salad, whether it's like yeah. my chopsticks. lunch, I always use chopsticks just to like get into like practicing. And even sometimes when we have dinner, I still catch myself just like making sure mm. I'm holding it the right way. Mm. Yeah. They've never made me feel at all weird about mm. not being Filipino. We have a bit of a language barrier, yeah. But, like, they've been nothing but, like, so generous and just so loving and just embracing. Like, I, I was also, like, really fortunate because other Chinese families could feel totally different. Yeah, so it helps that James is mainland China, right? Yes, yeah. he is. He's from the motherland. And he's considered, like, of the Han descent, which is even more mm-hmm. the native. The pure. Yeah, the pure... Chinese descent rather than like you know from somewhere else yeah, yeah. so yeah it's like it's it's funny how that kind of works out but before James I really I had a street Filipinos I never dated anybody else other than and <laughs> hey I had a thing with somebody that was non-Filipino <laughs> OJ just math it off can't blame me though he was hot he was what so hot he was um Portu- Portuguese no <laughs> Was he Portuguese? Brazilian or Portuguese? He was Portuguese, but came from South Africa. Oh, okay. So he had like... Cultured. But he was so different than what you expect. It's like, you know, Asians are like, you know, clean cut, no tattoos. And I was always with like Filipinos. And then there's this guy who's like, you know, ashy brown, like light brown, ashy hair. He's buff. Has a bit of a slight... Obrigado. No, he didn't talk like that. He's like, hey, shoddy. (laughs) Imposter. A, B. I'm like... What? I never had anybody talk to me like that. I was such a square bear compared to... He was just gangsta for for a Portuguese, South African guy. Yeah. He was buff, tatted up, he was hot. And I was like, whoa. But yeah. All right, let's do a quick Facebook search. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) That's in the past life. Okay, let's do something fun. Let's wrap it up. What's a really fun trivia, trivia question that we can ask to close off the night? What's a really Uh, fun one? Ooh. If there is a type of race, (laughs) and you know, this is not to offend anybody. This is just for the purpose of fun um, that you would like to get with. Which one is it and why? (laughs) What is it about it? I'll go last. Okay, so (laughs) Matt, you want to go first? Um, Is there a dream? Like, do you want to get with an Australian girl? Is it like? Is it just a white girl? I guess no. In general, you know, Italian I, I've girl. never been with an Indian girl. Actually, I've always wanted to. Because uh, my first crush when I was shout out to Natasha Nan wherever you are. <laughs> no, no. From when I was like nine years old, I I thought she was really cute, and I've I've always had a thing for um, for Indian girls. And I thought I was with an Indian girl one time, but she was she was uh, Persian. So mm. no, not Persian. What's the other one? <laughs> Arab? Yeah, she was Arab. Mm. So it, it's so bad. You think she's Indian, but she's Arab. That's so different. I know. Because like no. her crew, her friends were all Indian and Pakistani. Oh, they were Desi. I see. So I'm like, hey, she's a blah, blah, blah. 
And uh, like, no, man, she's she's from uh, like Iran or something or Iraq. I'm like, Iraq. Oh, fuck. Okay. So I, it hasn't happened yet. Mm. Yeah. How about you, OJ? I mean, you're cuffed right now, but. Or are you already with your fantasy? <laughs> your forever <laughs> fantasy, fantasy woman. I don't want to be with any girl. I want to do like a black girl. Yeah, black girl. Yeah, I want to do a black girl. Yeah, I want to go out with a black girl. I don't want to do a black girl. <laughs> yeah, I meant you know have a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. Okay, yeah, rich yeah, yeah. girls, you guys want to do <laughs> black girl, black girl. <laughs> <laughs> I want the full experience. I want the dinner, and I want to go out. <clears throat> Not just. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> Why, girl? Yeah, I don't care how how blue or how dark you she is. Is the dress, is the dress white? I mean, white or blue? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and lastly, do you guys have any? Wait, he, he hasn't said it. He yet. said. Oh no, I thought he oh, did. No, he didn't. He oh did. no, he sorry. Said he's going uh, last. I feel like I'd like to date. Like, yeah, oh, Matt said Lebanese girl will be. They're beautiful and they're nice and they're very family oriented. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like to date a Latina girl. I've never dated a Latina girl. Oh, that's really rare to find here. I yeah, feel like there's feel not like, that many Latina girls. I feel like you can get easily get one because we prosper. I feel like they would bring muy pasión, you know? <laughs> so. And you got that Spanish last name anyway. Yeah, that's true. Well, when I go to, uh, to Atlanta for work, and then I go to like the Spanish restaurants, they think I'm Spanish. Oh. And then they're like, they're, when I order, I'm like, hola, como yeah. esta? So they like start talking to me in Spanish. I'm like, no, 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 I'm from Canada. And they're like, really? What's your last name? Ortiz, like, yeah, you are Spanish. And I'm like, no, no. You're one of us. What are you playing? <laughs> you know, I actually have had that. I've had white people tell me, you're not Asian, you're Filipino, you're like South yeah. American or something. So like, I'm not, I'm not South American. Yeah. Well, what? Well, actually, I'll ask later because that would be your last. I was going to ask your last name, but I've seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen the last name, so like super that's super a Spanish like last superstore name. here. No names, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. no names. Yeah, superstore yellow. Yeah, <laughs> President's choice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that you would be more accepted on like the Spanish, like by like Spanish or Latin like um, people rather than the other Asians? In yes. your experience? I feel like, yeah. I feel like we're closer, actually. Like, I have more in common with my South American friends from Argentina, Brazil, uh, Mexico even, it's not even South America, than I would with, like, Chinese or Korean or Japanese people. Yeah, and I love them, and I love their countries, but I do feel more aligned with South America. Yeah, there's, like, two Brazilian guys and one Colombian guy and one Mexican guy at work, and, yeah, we all get along. You vibe up, yeah, vibe with them parties, a little bit more. So. <laughs> Yeah, That's actually another thing too. Like maybe ten years ago, or like when we were kids, like I would definitely like when we're talking to to my 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 friends about this, it'd be like, you know, what's your ideal girl? And it would always be about like hair color and like race mm-hmm. and things like that. But you, when you said earlier, like how um, Lebanese girls are family oriented, that struck a chord because like a lot more now I'm thinking about like the whole package and like what I want out of that relationship. So when I think of like my ideal girl, everything that it would come with and like what your relationship would be like. Because if you be, if you're with a girl that you think is like really attractive and maybe you vibe like you have chemistry, but your values aren't aligned, then it's not gonna last. Yeah. I think that just goes with age too. Yeah. When we're younger, you're all about, oh, you're she's so hot. She's so hot. Like, oh, she has everything I need and everything I want. It's more physically, yeah. like, yeah. Physically charged, but it's like when you're older, you're like, uh, that girl's really hot, but it's not really worth spending all that time with her. 
that your ROI with that girl is like yeah. zilch. Yeah. When, like, I'm not trying to, you know, crap on us women here, but like our looks fade. <laughs> yeah. And you, can right? see, and you can see with some girls that, are, that were younger and that were really hot when they were like 25, they see their stock getting less when they're 30 because mm-hmm. they're not going to to panic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, and then really cultivate like a personality or... Exactly. Yeah. Okay, actually, this is um, more so in a general sense and not even in the Filipino sense. Do you think it's harder to date these days? No, I actually, it's, I think it's easier. Yeah, I actually want to change the way I, I date. Like, um, I, was, I was thinking about this like a few weeks ago, but this is, I feel like this is a rebuild year for me. And I feel like I'm the Canucks 2019. <laughs> <laughs> taking, taking some time off. I went through a bit of a thought phase uh, late last year. Yeah, phase. Yes. Which like, I think, you know, some you guys were there for that, for some of it. But it was like, and it wasn't exactly what um, what I thought I'd get out of it. I think if, it, if I was 10 years younger and I went through this phase, I would have loved it a lot more. But at the end of um, like four months of this, I kind of just felt, you know, drained. I felt really tired and I felt like, what did I get out of this? I got three really funny stories out of this. Can you share some, please? <laughs> One. Just <laughs> <laughs> She's like, ah. okay, which one? There's the there's the tissue paper one. Beyond going with the you tissue. guys pick which okay. one. Okay. So okay. t- say Beyond three three. So there are three funny stories. So say three key words and have the have OJ and Sal pick which ones to share. Okay. Number one is drunk sister in law, and number two is tissue paper. Wait, what's the third one? I thought it was three. <laughs> oh, the third. Uh, I can't think of it right now. Okay, we I want two stories. Yeah, we we want to turn one. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's not appropriate. I'll tell you guys after that. One. Okay. After after Or wait, drunk sister-in-law. Drunk sister-in-law. <laughs> Which was actually right after uh, we watched Star Wars: Revenge or the Rise of Skywalker, the newest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think tissue. Yeah, tissue. Let's go with. Let's go with. Let's go with tissue. Man. Tissue. <laughs> Cool. So I'm not even gonna do a trivia round. I think this will be it. <laughs> Go ahead. You guys have to share funny stories. Okay. <laughs> you guys have you guys heard of Hinge? Yeah, of course. Okay. So I was trying it out because normally I used uh, back then I was using uh, Bumble, Bumble, Tinder, Tinder. And, you know those were my go-to's. Um, and I wanted to try this this Hinge one out. Someone at work was telling me about it, so I downloaded it. Um, I think I copied everything from Tinder over to that one, <laughs> and I matched with this girl. And like my like, I wanted just something purely physical, and my my interests were changing too. So I actually got more into like girls with tattoos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, I really fuck with tattoos. And Filipino pride, I have like Baha'i Kubas that tattoo in my arm. <laughs> but so this girl, she was half Filipino, half Vietnamese. Ooh, that's hot. She was, <laughs> she was really, really pretty. She was, uh, but she was like from Richmond. And I told her, hey, just think about Richmond. <laughs> 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 she was, she was really because we were talking for like three weeks I had gotten out of a relationship and for three weeks I was like just the time hey just come over you know to like sleep over like you can sleep over and I had never met this girl on a date like literally I invited her to come over and just like chill yeah. so I even said without even like knowing what was gonna happen I'm like just come over don't worry about going home just we'll, we'll have some drinks you can sleep over because I work the next day and you can just go home so she comes over we're chilling we actually have a few drinks uh, we eat some food and then I, I don't know why but I thought I put on um, 
the Paul Rudd episode of Hot Ones. And so we're watching. And it's a, good episode. It's a really fucking good that's episode. A, that's a good episode. That's where he's like, look at us, right? Yeah, okay, good. Okay. He's like crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm turning fucking red right now. Um, we're getting down to it. And it, it's really fun. Like, I pull her panties down, right? Uh-huh. Um, I've never experienced anything like this before. But when she's lying down, and I, I look down, and when I pull her panties up, I could see like a little bit of white coming out from the panties. And when I pull it down, there are... Have you guys ever rolled tissue with your hand? Yeah. Yeah, there were... Like, like the bits? Bits? Oh, the cliffhangers. Cliffhangers. <laughs> <laughs> So it's coming out of her asshole. I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, I remember, I, I distinctly remember uh, rolling my shoulders back. And I'm like, I know if I say something right now, I'm not going to get laid. And I'm like, and part of it was like, fuck, how bad do I want to get laid? I'm actually tired. It's like one in the morning. You know, fuck it. So I picked it up and then flicked it away and then just oh. went down. And then I remember after we were done, it was like, Afterwards, I was like, hey, let me get you some water. So I go to the kitchen with my phone. And I didn't text any of my friends. I didn't really know how it, like, they were going to react. Normally, I'd probably text Archie. Um, so what I did instead is I, I text a coworker of mine um, uh, who's actually the boss of one of my other exes. So I text him. I'm like, bro, I made a really bad fucking mistake. And he's like, was it dating one of my employees? I'm like, no, no, I made another mistake. Are you dating another employee? <laughs> I'm like, no. And I told him what happened with the tissue. And he's like, oh, that sounds like a shitty situation. <laughs> I don't, I didn't work until 11 o'clock the next day. But she wanted to go to the gym first and stuff. So she said she was going to leave early. So I figured to kind of get her out of my house, I would just say I'm working in the morning. I'd get changed. She'd leave and I'd go back to bed. So we go to sleep. We wake up. And then we're getting ready. And she's like, how are you going to get, it's like winter. Like, how are you going to, you know, get to the station? I'm like, I'm just going to just walk. Like, hey, I'll give you a ride. I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to go back to sleep. So she takes me all the way to um, to uh, the, the SkyTrain station. And I'm like so sleep deprived. I've only been sleeping like maybe four hours. And I end up starting work like four hours early. But my buddy had gotten there first. And I don't know if I ever showed you, Archie, the picture. No, but you told me. He took up like a tissue box, took like maybe five uh, strands of tissue paper, cut it up into pieces and sprinkled it all over my desk. <laughs> and then my boss, like, I don't know if this is like later on, but then um, we're, we're all talking about it, right? We're very jocular, we're just joking around. My boss like, what's what's this story about? <laughs> I, don't, I, I think three months after I told her over drinks, but it was, um, yeah, that was one of the, the I, it's not even a horror story, but at the time it was really uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Um, but I have never used Hinge since. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's never it is, don't, don't use Hinge. Don't use Hinge and don't use Fine Girls Enrichment. <laughs> I mean, the, their tagline works. It is the app to be deleted, so. <laughs> so it worked. It yeah. worked. Do you, can you guys like do you have anything similar do you guys have any <laughs> like nah no cliffhangers <laughs> no 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 gross funny stuff that happened gross <laughs> well doing the dirty dirty I remember your mom <laughs> saying something <laughs> oh Jay ha I smell something here oh, I know yeah. that smell Okay, my first girlfriend, I'm maybe like 16 years old, and okay. you know, we're like 
It's puberty, right? You're really horny and you just do it all the time. Hormones, yeah. I'm horny now. I, uh, I sneak this girl up to my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's all this talk. Okay. I sneak this girl into my house and she she sleeps over. I'm sleeping in the basement, so there's like this other entrance to the basement. Morning comes over and then I hear steps walking out. Dude, 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 fuck. I- I push her over. She's asleep. I push her off my bed. I say, hide under my bed. <laughs> I say, hide under my bed right now. Because the only way to get to the laundry room is through my room. It was set up really weird. So my mom comes in and I'm I push her off. I say, hide under my bed. And then my mom walks into my room. and What's that smell? And I'm like, Nothing. <laughs> Nothing, and my heart's beating fast because she's yeah. like under my bed. Yeah. She's so, like, what's your ethnicity? This girl. She was Filipina. Oh, okay. So she, she, knew, she knew the gravity of the she situation. Knew, yeah, yeah. She knows what's happening. Okay, so she. What's that smell? She comes close to me, and I'm, I'm and I'm, and I, she comes close to me. I go, oh, mommy, stop. <laughs> uh, long story short, they go to church, and I say. Get your shit. Get out of my house right now. And that was the I think that's the craziest one. Other one was I just remember yeah. his like um his mom telling me like hmm, I smell that, huh? I know that smell OJ. Hmm, I know yeah. So wish I enjoyed it like this weed. The craziest story for me would be like I don't know, just car sex and then police pulling up. Oh, that would be the craziest story for me. Yeah. Was he cool about it? It was a girl. Oh, Oh. and like we were, yes, we were doing it like in the in the back rooms of the commercial buildings over there Mm -hmm. by the green, and like we were, I was like. We were in the back. I was on top of her. We were like mid doing it. Yeah. yeah. And now all of a sudden, I see this huge, this white spotlight behind my car, <sighs> and then the PA going, "This is the police. Stop what you're doing and, and show us your ID." Right. So they walked towards us, and then there's two cops, but they were both girls. That they asked me what my name was, and they asked the girl, um, like, "Do you know this guy?" Mm. Oh. So just to make sure, yeah, like, like something legit. sketchy was happening, right? Mm-hmm. So they let us go over everything, but yeah, it's pretty embarrassing because it's like there's two cops to the side of your car and you're like butt naked. Yeah. <laughs> like, Feels the mood too. And you're like trying to get dressed and they have like flashlights and spotlights on you and it's like Is it illegal? Uh uh yes. It is. So. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Unless you're on private property and you have uh, legal consent of the owner. The cop told me it's like you can't be doing this on public roads, hmm. but if you were on a private road with the owner's consent, you're more than welcome to do this. That's right, because like my first time was actually in the backseat of a of a van, like an Aerostar. Oh, I like that. On so a okay. <laughs> luxury. I'm on a public road, like by by uh, by the water too, actually, mm. and I didn't know it was. Was it uh, which which water? It's on the island. I found some few, like a few spots here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, for our listeners who are based in Vancouver, where are some good spots, guys? Burnaby Mountain is always occupied. Before you actually go up to the mountain, there's like SFU, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys have all had car sex, right? Yeah. What's the sketchiest place you guys have had car sex? 
uh, uh, on a regular street, like at eight o'clock in the night, and there's movie the, theater parking lot. people walking around. Movie theater yeah, parking lot. Movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, my age, and I was like, yo, fuck you, you're killing my vibe right now. Let me just let me go. Like, I don't think your manager's your manager's gonna care, man. He's like, no, I'm gonna call him right now. I'm gonna leave. I'm like, fuck, what a dark fucking yeah. virgin. <laughs> <laughs> He only was because the brother wouldn't oh, care. Yeah, I think yeah. mine was, uh, you know, those parking lots. It was, it was called, I think, Sex Smith or Sexton. Yeah. Park in Richmond, where like everyone parks their car and then takes like the Sky Train and shit. I remember they, that was the sketchiest because there was cars all around us. It's like, really like open and public. Yeah, okay. right? yeah. So that road that got caught in with the cops, that road is the name is actually called Tilikum. So if you break <laughs> up that name, it's like <laughs> Oh my god. Well damn. Changes never did. I'm gonna do an insta challenge, guys. If you guys end up in that road, send us a picture of that stream. Yeah, you are down there. <laughs> send it to Filipino Friday's podcast at Insta. Send us on the street. Oh insta coordinates. Is this your guys' raunchiest <laughs> episode? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. We're, we'll but we'll have, have more. more. We'll have more, yeah. So, Sexsmith Road in Richmond and Tillicum in Burnaby. Send, <laughs> send us. SFU. <laughs> Burnaby Mountain. No, you know what's good? Spanish banks. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say that, like UBC. Victoria Hill. You can speak into the garden and do it. Really? The tackle Can word. you? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I got you. Oh, <laughs> in the court ponds. <laughs> it was romantic. It's very romantic. Yeah. Like, oh, this is so nice. It's Stanley Park. Oh, we gotta go. Because <laughs> it's pitch black. Yeah. Stanley Park. Stanley Park is yeah. good. I'll show you all the places. We'll walk. We'll walk in and we'll walk there. Don't touch there. Not even. We're gonna walk in. I know that smell. I know that smell. That was great, yeah. So, you know, for the end of the night, we always end with something uh, with Filipino trivia. And I just wanted to ask you guys, what are your favorite Filipino desserts? Ooh. Let's yeah. plan. Yeah. Love that shit. Mm-hmm. Hands down. How about you, Sal? Mm, I like hollow hollows. Yeah. Mm. Even in the winter, it's still good. So. Yeah. I think. That'd be my fave, too. Turon? Yeah. <gasps> guys, you guys want to. It might be a little uh, soggy, but uh, his mom, I brought home some turon from his mom uh, that she cooked in brandy. Oh, so, brandy. Yeah, it's a very good. I mean, the alcohol is cooked off, but it's pretty good. So, <laughs> Anyways, we want to thank you again for joining us. Thank you, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed having a good time listening with all of our friends here for How to Date a Pinoy episode. Hopefully, this will be the first of many. Maybe we'll have, you know, a rotation of different guests sharing their dating stories as Filipino, Pinay, or Pinoy. Um, again, this is... MJ. Sal. OJ. 
Archie. Archie, thank you guys for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe, to share, to rate, review Filipino Fridays podcast on Spotify and all the other streaming platforms. Um, we're now available on Apple. We're available on Google, on Anchor, all these streaming um, platforms for podcasts. So catch us there. And don't forget to follow us at... Filipino Fridays podcast. Mm-hmm. On Instagram. I was just going to add that we have our, you know, like we mentioned in our last episode, we have our emails now. Mm-hmm. So you can feel free to message us there and uh, let us know what kind of topics you'd like us to touch on. And we'll go on and accommodate, try and accommodate your requests. Yes. And of course, if you were listening to this episode and if any questions came up, in any dating ones, any um, just any funny sex relationship and dating questions that came up that maybe you want to ask the guys here tonight, don't forget to email us at contact at filipinofridays.com. You can also contact us all individually as oj at filipinofridays.com or chia at filipinofridays.com and myself, Archie at filipinofridays.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Catch us again in the next episode. Let's get it.